Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host Lee Greenwood and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week we're going to have a bit of a chat about the Singapore Special. You may have listened to the Q&A episode we did at the end of last year and I mentioned the Singapore Special. It's a rescue setup. If you didn't see that episode or listen to that episode, it's a bit of a challenge for people to do a rescue and uh, thanks to uh, a lot of people on social media it got quite a lot of traction quite a few people were talking about it yeah and I'd like to say thank you to Sam Hornby who uh, put a really good diagram together on V-Rigger and that went up and so a few people have been using that to see how the setup is and how it all works if you haven't seen that jump onto our Facebook page and there's a nice little picture on there uh, put together on V-Rigger so you can see the basic setup. I've had quite a few people reach out and ask, you know, how do you do it? What do you do? What's the best way to do it? I'm pretty much going to go back to how I teach most IRADA courses. There is no right or wrong way. There's lots of different ways of doing it. All you need to do is maintain two points. When I'm teaching uh, level threes or level twos, Pretty much all I do is I teach them a couple of systems. I teach them how to lift and lower. And then uh, when moving that into different configurations, there may be little bits of kit involved, but pretty much it's the same system. So I don't think I'm going to have the one answer for how you do this rescue. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and give you some tricks that I've learned over the years of um, reducing the amount of kit that you need. Maybe things that you haven't thought about. Some of them you may have, which is pretty cool. You know, there is no uh, science here. It is just rope access at the end of the day. I've been playing around with this system for sort of 15 odd years. So hopefully I can give you uh, some tips and some tricks. So the basic setup is that we're going to have the rescuer hanging on a couple of anchors up in the ceiling with a set of ropes directly next to them, which is going to have the casualty attached on their ascending gear about three quarters of the way down those ropes. Normally set up in a training centre, so, you know, six to eight metres down. And then halfway between the rescuer and the casualty, there's going to be a set of alpine butterflies with damaged ropes, so isolated out. Um, So that's uh, pretty much the setup. Things that you can do. Obviously, there's a limited kit list. I'll stick that kit list in the... uh, down in the description on the, on this podcast if you haven't seen it on the Facebook page or jump on there for the full list. But it's pretty limited, so you need to sort of utilise that as much as you can and not use gear where you don't really need to use gear is the big secret with this one. And thinking two or three steps ahead because there's nothing worse than needing a piece of kit when you've already got it in use. So climbing up to the top, you get up to the top. First little trick here, and I'm sure a lot of you have worked this one out, Uh, untie the knots in the end of your cow's tails and re-thread them through the anchors. You're going to be hanging on those anchors for pretty much the entire rescue, so there's no point wasting two carabiners uh, attaching you into there. So re-thread those through and then you've got two extra spare carabiners. So that's the first tip. Another thing that a few people do, it's not really something I do, but is um, untie one of your cow's tails, giving you a length of rope, People like to do that to set up some sort of uh, you know, two-to-one system to be able to break into that tight line initially. Not something that I do. I normally find that if you're doing that, people are using uh, 
their descender, so ID or rig or whatever they might be using. If you're going real old school, pets will stop. But I'm more of a fan of utilising the uh, Yosemite Hall, so hand ascender and a pulley um, for hauling. I'm just going to be hauling, so there's no loan involved, so hauling it up is what uh, the method that I go for. So you've got a um, hand ascender attached, and then you can put a pulley in there, or you can have the, the tension rope just coming through the carabiner, and then on the other side of that, attaching a, uh, a pulley with a carabiner. And, um, and so that's giving you a way of breaking into the tight line. I then utilise a cow's tail with a duck on it and clip that into a spare carabiner. I'm guessing it gives me, I don't know, a one and a half to one maybe. I don't think it's a two to one, but yeah, it gives me some mechanical advantage so I can break that initial um, tight line. Once I've got uh, some slack in there, I would just be attaching my chest ascender onto that uh, rope and I would carry on hauling, doing pretty much a basic one-to-one with that duck lower down, using that to pull up on while I'm sitting down. So that's how I like to break into the tight line. Hopefully you understand that. Um, if not, I'm guessing there'll be a few pictures and maybe a video put together. Now let's, uh, let's have a look at the backup line. You know, lots of people are going and wasting a load of kit over here. You know, in my opinion, chats that I've had, they go and get a carabiner, clip that into an anchor and attach a duck to it and then start taking the rope in. As I said, I want to utilise the gear as effectively as possible. So all I do on that rope is tie an alpine butterfly into the rope and that takes the slack up. And then as I'm hauling up on that backup line, I just make the loop in the alpine butterfly bigger and bigger. And that just uh, takes in the slack for me. So pretty, pretty straightforward there. Just making that, uh, eliminating that slack into the into the knot itself. So I haven't used up any of my gear there. I've still got my descender. I've still got all this other gear hanging off my harness. I've only really used a few carabiners, a pulley, and a hand ascender at this stage. We then get to the knots. A uh, few different options. I normally go with using a cow's tail and putting a duck below the knot. And then you can uh, use that cow's tail and tie it into an anchor and actually park the casualty uh, onto that duck. So the weight's taken on there. So this uh, this duck is below the alpine butterfly with the damaged uh, rope in it. And here comes another little trick. Been told this is cheating. Uh, I'm not sure how you can cheat in a uh, in a rescue because that duck that's holding the casualty is uh, is below that knot. I now untie that alpine butterfly. Obviously, I know where the damage is because it's damaged or there's some tape on it or however you've set it up, so I know the location of it. I can then pull that um, damaged rope through the Yosemite hall, so through the hand ascender and the pulley, and now it's the other side. So I've uh, I've now got it past, the, uh, past my hauling system. It's still out of the system. If you needed to, you could tie it back in. Most probably a good idea because you will be doing a lower at some stage. And now I can just carry on hauling on the uh, on the Yosemite Hall, putting my crawl on there and doing the lift and keep lifting. Get to the uh, the other knot on the backup line. You're just going to be either making that loop bigger 
or that knot will just end up in your larger alpine butterfly. So we just keep hauling. Obviously that duck and the cow's tail come off and you keep hauling until you get to the casualty. Um, I don't think there's any uh, tricks here. As soon as you get that casualty, first rules of any rescue, wallet, watch, car keys, you know, take all of his stuff. Um, he's got a descender, hand ascenders, carabiners, all of that gear that you're really keen on getting hold of, grabbing hold of that. And then uh, now we've got two descenders. Going to clip those into a couple of anchors, grab the ends of the ropes, tie them hard into the casualty, take the weight on that, and then strip all of the uh, all of the Yosemite Hall and get rid of that big alpine butterfly. And now we're looking at the lower. So we're lowering down the casualty. We're going to get close to those knots. Just like if you're going to rescue past a knot, a lot of people like to offset the knots. That's what we need to achieve here. So uh, by utilising a ASAP and making the loop in one of those knots bigger so it's going to be offset, you can jump the descenders and using an ASAP past those knots. I uh, don't think I really need to explain that too much. And then, uh, and then we're down to the ground, casualties on the ground, um, and everything's good. As I said before, 30-something-odd minutes is the best I've seen this done. Three and a half hours um, is, I think, the longest that I've seen it done and completed. If you're keen to have a go, definitely have a go. If you want to reach out, um, have a chat with us about it. Always happy to chat to people. Find us on uh, Facebook, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats, or you can uh, jump onto our uh, website, uh, ratac.net. Uh, reach out to myself, Lee Greenwood. You can find me on uh, Facebook or on the normal social, so definitely reach out to me there. Uh, happy to have a chat with you and uh, and see how you go. If anybody's brave enough to video an attempt of it, um, definitely share that. You know, I'm sure you're the same as me. You look at some of these forums on uh, on social media, lots of rocks get thrown, so I don't know if you're keen on sharing that, but I'll be keen to see it. There'll be no criticism from me. Um, it's just uh, good work for having a crack, that's what I reckon. Um, it's a bit of fun, guys. Would you be in this situation in a um, at work? I definitely hope not. Somebody has definitely veered off of the uh, off of the page. If you end up in this situation, things haven't been planned. But it does show you how, with limited gear, you can achieve quite a lot. It may teach you some new, different ways of using some of the gear. Obviously, you know, all of a sudden, what did I say? Tie an alpine butterfly. Maybe there was a few light bulb moments there for people going, oh, I don't have to use a backup device. I don't have to use a descender if you don't have it available to you. So there's definitely options there. Obviously, different knots and things can be used. I'm just talking about using the basic stuff we use in rope access. So that's uh, that's some of the tricks that uh, that I use on the Singapore Special. I think I'll need to throw a harness on and have another crack at it. It's been uh, been a year or so since I had to go on this last. I've had a couple of candidates, a couple of staff I've had to go over over the last year or so. So yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for the uh, Singapore Special. Enjoy it, have a play, don't take it too seriously, um, and definitely have a better rescue plan than this if you're out on site, is my advice. If uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. Tell your friends as well, um, sharing the podcast, I'm sure there's uh, a lot of guys sitting in smoko sheds, not, uh, not having a lot to do, they might enjoy listening to some of the episodes, some of the tips, the tricks, and plenty of chats, so yeah, definitely share it with your friends. But anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers.